Ponce y viene el Cholo. ¡El Cholo! Welcome back to Golds and Boards. As always, I am your host, Gio. With me is Brad and Phil returning yet again, who just is a glutton for punishment. He is. And, to- and today we are joined by a very special guest coming out of Kansas City, Mr. Coach Stefan Stokic. How you doing today, bud? Good, I'm good. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to join. And we're, we're really excited to have you on. Uh, Brad, Phil, how are you feeling today? How are you feeling with this huge guest with us? It's exciting. Great pull, Gio. Yeah. Is that what you wanted? You wanted compliments? Is yeah, that I what do. we're doing here? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're fishing. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But without further delay, we're going to dive right into the interview, Coach. I, I kind of want to start with your your background uh, before you even took the the mantle of leading the Kansas City Comets. I want to take you back to when you were playing. I want to take you back to the glory, the glory of when you were on the field. And I, I kind of want to start with. How did you end up in indoor soccer? With all the variations there's out there, how did you end up with this awesome sport? Um, it's kind of a long story, but I'll, I'll try to shorten it as much as I can. Um, I was playing back home uh, in Serbia. I got opportunity to go to Sweden, um, Malmo FF. So I went up there. And I played for their academy, U19, U20. Uh, had a couple of games with the B team. Um, and at that time, my father was uh, was my manager. Um, he had some connections in the U.S. for a college opportunity. Um, so I ended up going to Chicago uh, from Sweden. Um, and within the week that I was in Chicago, uh, Zoran Savic was the coach of the Kansas City Comets at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got wind of me being in the United States. There's a big Serbian community in, in, uh, in Chicago. So he called my dad and said, hey, would you someone want to come and try out for the comments? I went down, tried out for a week, and Z uh, signed me. That's how I started playing indoor. What a great story. So yeah. you're playing indoor now, right? And, and it, the game is, is the same, but it's wildly different, right? So what sort of got indoor in your blood? What sort of hooked you on indoor compared to outdoor is it is it the same game to you is it totally different can you watch an outdoor game now without watching an indoor game how does that dynamic occur so i mean i i loved indoor game i never i never had i never played indoor until i came to the states um we played we played futsal um so this was like totally new to me i had no idea what indoor was to be honest with you um but what came into my advantage was i was very fast so the indoor game actually helped i mean i was it, I just loved it because I was quick and it was very dynamic. Um, so, I mean, the moment I started playing indoor, I, from them, just stayed in indoor and never went back to outdoor. So, I mean, who needs That's outdoor? That happens, right? That happens, right? You, you sort of, you start playing indoor and all of a sudden the game looks different the other way around. Correct. Correct. Very cool. So, Coach, uh, obviously you had 11 years in the indoor game, a lot of great moments, a lot of goals, assists. Um, do you have any, any moment in particular that's very special to you? Um, I think the, the year that we won the championship with the Comets, um, in Baltimore, I think mm-hmm. that would be one of the moments that, um, <laughs> don't shake your head, Gio, but that was the moment I would, <laughs> think that, um, even though we went in winning the game at home and then went to Baltimore, the first, the, I would say the second game, 
they killed us. I think it was like 26 to like six. It was like a big number. Um, and then we went into the mini game and winning it. So that would be probably the moment that I would remember. Hey, that created a, a, a long, long rivalry. I yes. mean, even to this day, yeah. those Kansas City Baltimore games are super exciting. So yes. just, it's just unfortunate it had to happen against us, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, guys you have a moment be- that like lives rent free in your head. A moment that, like, maybe it wasn't an, a favorite one, but like maybe on the other side of it, that sort of lives and you just can't shake the memory of. So the year after that, I don't know if you guys remember, we went undefeated. Yeah. And <laughs> Baltimore, we beat Baltimore at home, and then they came to our our home, and they beat us that year. If any of the year that I played, I was that year we were unstoppable, and I thought we were going to win it, and Baltimore took it away from us. Um, mm. In the second game and mini game as well. So, 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 so this this is kind of a curveball, just because it made me think. If you could flip those, would you like those results? Um, good question. I mean, I probably, I mean, that year that you felt you should have won it, maybe I would switch it. But I mean, you know, winning it is winning it. If we win it the the first year, the second year, I mean, <laughs> but that year, that was probably the best. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, the year that I played, the first year, 2004, we had a lot of talented players on that team. With Z, the coach, we had you know, Jeff Davis, uh, Jamar Beasley. Um, but that would be the year that we went undefeated. It was probably one of the best teams that I probably played um, played in their game with. So That's just the who's of who's, man. It's yeah. a stacked team right there. <laughs> so, so, so you know, you, you played 11 years. Uh, you, you were on the field. You graced the field. And you gave a lot of the fans a bunch of entertainment. And then you took off your boots and you, you, you took on the role as a leader, as a coach, right? And your first couple of seasons, you were the assistant coach to player coach Leo Gibson, right? Could you tell us what, what that was like being, uh, you know, part of the coaching staff with him? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I tore my ACL the second time, so I knew that I was done playing. Um, so after I was, it was tough because I knew that I was end of my career. Um, four days later, um, I got a call and they asked me if I would want to be the assistant coach. Um, and with me and Leo, we worked together for so long. I mean, mm-hmm. as as uh, my role playing with him um, with the comments, it was an easier transition going in from the playing side of it into the coaching because we know each other very well. Um, so I think for me, the transition was very, very easy. First, knowing the game and, of course, uh, working with Leo. So um, for me, it was very easy transition. So. How has Leo influenced you as a coach and being on the bench for so long? Um, I mean, just just learning things, um, you know, from him. Um, you know, we... We work well together, so for me, it was just looking into um, how he dealt with things, and um, um, I've coached youth youth soccer for a long time, um, so for me, it's different from coaching youth to uh, professional players. Um, a lot of things I learned from him from, you know, the way he coached and what he did and how he dealt with things, um, so it was for me, it was a learning curve as well. So, hmm. so Coach, with uh, obviously with you now, taking over the head coaching uh, kind of leadership role um, and Leo being there for so long and you guys working together for so long, um, how would you kind of compare your coaching style? Do you think it's pretty similar to him or are the players going to be seeing kind of a big difference or, um, you know, with, 
with him being a player coach, you know, you kind of had a lot of extra responsibilities, I'm sure, um, as an assistant. So uh, just kind of what's that dynamic like? Is your coaching style a lot different than, than his or, or what can they expect? Um, I mean, there's some similarities to some things, but there's going to be a lot of things that are going to change as well. Um, you know, the beautiful thing about soccer, you can play in so many ways and different ways. And um, and that's what makes it, you know, the beautiful game. But for me personally, um, you know, those things are going to change. Some will stay the same. Um, but in general, um, I do want to change uh, some things moving forward. So even in indoor. Right. Even in indoor, you know, outdoor, you see the wild differences in philosophies and, and playing tactics. But the more you watch indoor, too, the more you see playing styles can change from from team to team and coach to coach. What's the best thing about the indoor game is the outdoor game is kind of written. Right. You have yeah. something to follow. You have something to look at and this and that. But indoor game is you get to invent it yourself. You get to make something happen. You, you can change the game. Um, as well. So that's kind of what the exciting part for me is that I get to build something that hasn't been built yet to extent or hasn't been written. So, so what you're telling me is soon we're going to have a formation called stokage, right? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, ball. No, different kind of stoke ball. Never mind. Sorry. You went the wrong way. <laughs> I did. No, there's no rainy nights in indoor. <laughs> All right, coach. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're taking over the, the head coach position and, and you have a lot that, you know, the leadership obviously comes and change, right? Because, because of that transition and how do you intend to lead the voice, right? How, how do you intend to install your culture that you want to share with the, with the team? Um, you know, I tend to change the culture, you know, as much as I can, I want to build that meaning winning mentality, um, you know, I want to have that family. I want to have that respect. Um, I, I mean, I've been with the Carmets for, you know, since 2004, they kind of folded, but then when they came back in 2010, so I played most of my, if not my whole career with the Comets, and I want to, I want to have that family, that respect, um, and building that winning mentality because the years that we had the success, um, under Vlatko, um, well, for me was we built that winning mentality on, and I want to bring that back. Try and get those wins. I see you, coach. <laughs> is there anything you can take from Vlatko? I mean, you know, he's gone on to great success, right, as yeah. a coach, even if the World Cup obviously didn't go like any of us wanted for him and, and the team. But, it, you know, playing under somebody who's achieved so many great things, is there anything you can learn from him? Well, when when he was the coach of the Kansas City Comets, at that time I was starting my not only my playing but my uh, coaching career as well on the youth side. So I took a lot from him, um, just, uh, you know, the way he did things, the drills, different stuff that he's done. So he's been uh, a big part of building who I am today, um, not only as a player on the field, uh, teaching me some things, but as well as a as a person and as a coach. So I took a lot of things from uh, from him uh, as a coach. And uh, he's I look at him more on the side of a, of a mentor as well and, and taking mm -hmm. a lot from him. So. And I, and I see he still he still supports the comments uh, yes. quite a bit. Do you do you see him when he comes to to some of the games? Yeah, yeah, I see him. Um, we're good friends. Um, I talk to him a lot as well, um, and uh, he fully supports the comments and he loves the comments. I mean, he comes to games. He he calls me up like, "Hey, who are you signing? You know what's going on?" Like he wants to be. <laughs> he still wants to be somewhat in, in, involved in everything. But yeah, he's he's a big fan of the comments, and it's. 
it's always going to be with them. So that's awesome. Once you fall in love with indoor, man, yeah. you're there. It really <laughs> is, right? Once once indoor gets in your ears, your blood, it's hard to shake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Brad. I didn't mean to jump in like that. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so, Coach, kind of let's let's kind of backtrack here a little bit. Talk a little bit about last season, and uh, you know, um, kind of an up and down season for you guys. Um, what can looking back at last season? Um, what do you think you can learn as a group to improve this season? Um, you know, it was, it was a tough season. Um, I think we, you know, everybody thought is that we underachieved, um, especially the team that we had, um, it was a difficult season. Um, you know, a lot of things off the field and on the field. Um, but you know, the main thing for me is we have to build that mentality, um, winning mentality. Um, number one, um, I felt like a lot of players last season, you know, had difficulties individually. Um, they did not, you know, you know, make a difference individually. We need to change that moving forward is, is get everybody ready um, individually. And then it'll be easier to put it together as a team uh, aspect of its side too. So we had a lot of players that underachieved and we want to build that this year so we can gain that success um, as a team. So there's, you know, multiple things that we need to do. Um, and we're going to input that right away within the preseason once we start. Compared to last season, are, are there any like things in specific on the field that you could change? Are you going to still be that, you know, high pace counterattack team? Or are you looking to be more, you know, flexible in your defense? Is there any specific areas you're looking at? So, you know, I think that, you know, what I want us to be is a quick, still keep that high intensity transition game, high pressure uh, game. I think that's been our, you know, kind of our success. Um, but I do want to have moments of composure and possession. Um, have a style of play um, that we're going to be known for. I want to have, um, you know, you know, we, we want to be that high pressure, you know, quick on transition team, but at the same time, we want to be able to be composed and, you know, right timing of that as well too. Um, but, you know, I don't want to change much of, of the transition side. We want to be a high pace team. So. It's entertaining. <laughs> yes. So before we look forward to this season, one more thing we'll we'll sort of end last year's talk on a positive side. I, I imagine you went through the tapes again of, of all of the games. Is there one thing that sort of that you obviously you didn't see when you're on the sidelines and in the moment, but on rewatch that gives you sort of hope, something you didn't see right away that that maybe it, be it a player or or um a game um that you sort of that were encouraged by from last year? I mean, I think there was a lot of things that encouraged us from last. I mean, we had the, the main one of our biggest issues last year, from in my opinion, was we we couldn't put the ball in the net. I think we we have outshot a lot of teams. We really struggled. We really struggled to uh, put the ball in the net, and that's something that we need to, you know, with the firepower that we have, we should be uh, scoring more goals. Uh, I think defensively, we uh, we let some some goals in that we uh, that we shouldn't have. But I think objectively, for me, is is focusing on not not in transition but putting the ball in the net and then the, I think that was our main issue last season was we just struggled with that a lot I mean yeah I mean there was a few games where I was watching and you guys almost made me pull out my hair because like you guys were <laughs> shooting is this a ball joke no, I, I think mean, it I'm, is I'm going there I think so. this is <laughs> I think it is no 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 I'm no, not no. outnumbered I'm anymore saying. Gio <laughs> I'll be 
I'll be joining y'all soon, so it's okay. <laughs> My life has decided for me, so. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it was, I definitely hear what you're saying, Coach, because there was many of games where I was like, you guys should be outscoring so many teams because of the amount of shots you put on the frame was, was something else. I think there's only one game last season that you can say that we really put away our chances, and that was our game at home against Florida. Um, I mean, that was, the, I think, the only game, in my opinion, every game was close. I mean, we still lost by like one or two, or we won by one. or um, But that was the only game last season that I can remember right now that you can say that we put away our chances. That needs to be more. So we need to look at a 24-season game. Um, it needs a lot, be a lot more. So. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna transition over to to the next to this coming year. This this coming year is gonna be you know your go at the at the helm, at, you know leading the team. W- what can we expect? What can we expect for this season? Um, expecting in which way? As in, what what will we see Casey Comets be? What will we see them be? You know a championship fighting team or still trying to get to that position? I mean, our, our goal is right away is to win a championship. I mean, um, I love I every team in the league, every team in the league wants to win a, win a championship. So our objective is first is to, you know, win our conference and then go from the conference into winning our playoff games and, and win the championship. Um, is it going to be easy? No, I think that a lot of teams in the league are getting better. Um, you know, uh, moving forward, adding new players and 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 all that stuff, but I think for us it, it's going to be difficult. But our objective is to is to win the championship. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Coach, because uh, that's kind of where I was going to go next. Um, you know, you signed some veterans back. You signed Ray Lee back, who, by the way, is one of my favorite uh, defensemen in the league. Just offensive-minded defenseman, left-footed guy. I'm a left-footed guy, so uh, he's one of my favorites. You know, you signed. Resigned Neto, uh, you resigned Zach, um, which all great pieces. And then you added, you know, Vandegrift from Florida. Um, Holloman is in. Um, I know we're only in in September here. Um, are you happy with the roster? Are we still gonna be looking for a few guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with the roster, but I'm still looking for players to improve my team um, in any way that I can find. So I'm still. Um, looking for players. I'm still looking into adding to my roster um, and, uh, you know, trying to build that championship team. And I think that every team you always want to add whenever you can a different dynamic, if that's up top, if that's in the back. Um, but in general, I'm still looking for uh, more players to add up. All right, Coach Zach Reggett, your, ma- your main man. How do you get the best out of him next year? Um, I mean, I'm going to be... I'm going to be working him hard, number one, and he's ready for that. Um, but I mean, Zach is 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 a is a true professional. Um, his mentality. I remember the first game that he played for us uh, uh, at home. Um, you know, we were up, and he still wanted to score more. He wanted to win. He wanted to, you know, maybe he wanted to prove a point as well. You know, through his journey that he had, um, it was yeah. a little difficult time for him. But I think what I love, you know. We all know Zach is talented and what he can do. Uh, but what I love the most about him is his mentality and the way his drive and he works really hard. And I think that's, you know, those are players that I want and, uh, you know, surround myself with. And I think with those kind of players, you can win championships um, moving forward. So. 
right? Neto is is such a character, whether it's just him being animated, whether it's him rallying up the other team. Could you tell us why this is really important for your team? Having a player like Neto in that form of personality he has. Um, I mean, Neto is 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 his own uh, character. He's very emotional, he, and he holds his emotions on his sleeve. He doesn't he doesn't hide it, and um, you know that's something that we need to you know work on. Um, I remember, you know, I was I was similar as well when I was playing. I was very emotional. I hold it on my sleeve uh, as a player, um, and um, I had a coach that helped me with that. That was Vlatko. Uh, but that's something that we need to move forward and help uh, Neto with is a little bit of of controlling his emotions um, at moments and um, um, for him to be able to, you know, be more productive instead of using his emotions to, uh, to guide him. So, Yeah. I mean, I, while that is, I, I understand how that could be, you know, something to work on, but it's also very entertaining as a, as a neutral point <laughs> of view, it's very fun. <laughs> Well, I would imagine the coach has a different experience than what we have, though. <laughs> of course, but I, you know, I gotta get it in there. <laughs> Go ahead, Brad. Sorry. So, coach, I want to talk uh, again. You know, uh, Geo talking about Neto. I want to talk about an, another player, and this is a, a new signing, and that's Chad Vandegrift, who you know, uh, Defender of the Year. I mean, a, a, a gr- just a great defender. Again, coming from Florida to you, to you guys. Um, He's kind of more of your true stay-at-home defender. Do you think that's going to kind of change how you work defensively, or is that just kind of going to be him changing a little bit for you guys? Um, It's not going to change much of what our plan is and how we want to play. I think Chad has, you know, much experience in the league. Um, You know, I look at Chad as a a soldier um, in that back line. Um, he does his he does his part very simple, uh, but does a lot defensively. And I think for us is um, you know one of our weaknesses um, in the last season for me personally was in our back line a little bit of having a little bit more role players. Um, and so that's why I want to straighten up my back line. Um, and he's a big part of that. And adding him was you know huge for us. Um, yeah. I think that you know he's going to bring that presence that we need in the back, um, and uh, you know be able to um, you know. He he much doesn't much go forward and venture forward, but you know we'll see what happens if if I can change that to extents. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the game, um, the USA Mexico game. Um, yeah. Was it last night? No, two nights ago. Sorry, uh, two nights ago. You know he had some runs going forward and could have scored a goal as well. So uh, maybe he's already changing his mentality, but we'll see. We'll <laughs> see how that uh, when he comes down in KC what we can do. But yeah, he's a he's going to be a big piece for us in that back line. Man. I think Coach Chad Vandergriff is going to score like ten goals next year. I think is what I think. Oh, so, yeah. Prediction time. Oh, I hope so. Hope so. <laughs> so, is there anyone else? Sort of. We we kind of hit all the big names, obviously, on the team. You guys have a ton of talent from top to bottom. Anyone else you sort of expect to have a big year? Anyone you you'd be relying on next year to sort of lead the way, uh, production wise? Um, I mean, I mean, I feel I'm my hope and uh, my expectations are that a lot of them step up and, and take a leadership role. Um, I think that, you know, you can't base yourself on one player. You have to base yourself on, you know, a squad of the 16 player roster that you have. So for me is my expectation is all my players that are on the roster is to make a difference this season coming up. So. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, you have a, a solid roster. I, I think if we were to have East and West, which I'm hoping for an open table, that's just me being selfish. I will prefer that. Uh, if we were to have an East and West, the Wave and Comets look like the most sound teams, just looking at your roster, right? Obviously, the game's played on the field, not on paper. But do we expect it to come down to be a battle between you two? Um, you know, what with Milwaukee signings that they had at this this summer, it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle. Um, I mean it's always been a battle. I mean, between us and uh, Milwaukee, I mean, I remember the first year I was in the league in two thousand four. That was a I mean, those were games that were fought, not not played, um, in my opinion. Um times have changed, but <laughs> I think uh I think for me personally, I think that Milwaukee is uh I mean, they've they've added on the players that they added on and it's gonna be it's going to be a tough, I mean, tough season. It's going to be tough playing against them. Um, and uh, I think the rivalry continues with them. And, um, you know, that's going to be a big piece of, you know, between the six games that we play, who wins that series. And I think that's going to come down to is who wins the um, conference. I thought you were going to say Ron Newman Cup. I was like, man, big talk. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like a drinking throw, game with you, with with all this single table stuff. It's like you got to get it in each episode. I got to. I got to <laughs> manifest this. I, I coach. L- 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 I know this isn't. This is just me throwing in a random dart. You know, would you be more? Would you enjoy the season more with the open table, or do you like the conferences? Um, I think I like the conferences. It just keeps oh, us. On, yes, coach. I'm with you. <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you, I just like the conferences because it just keeps us a little bit divided. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. open table, we can do an open table too. I don't think that's that's um, it will change much. But I just I don't know for a reason. I I always when I played and we always had conferences and and maybe that's why it kind of stuck stuck with mm-hmm. me um, throughout my career. But I just I feel like having that of winning a conference um, is 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 kind of good in and fun for us um, in our division to be able to go out as, as a champion in your division and go on into uh, winning in playoffs, uh, winning the championship. We don't celebrate that stuff enough in American sports. Like, yeah, that's, that's a true. big deal. That's true. You know, it's yeah. a big deal to win your conference. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just hearing coach wants to collect a lot more trophies is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that's Obviously. Why not? Looks good. Yeah. Looks good on the CV. Yes. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball question in here real quick just to coach. Um, other than, obviously, your place there in Kansas City, um, let me throw t- kind of a two-part question. When you were playing, what, where was the dif- most difficult place to play? And like nowadays, this. where is the most difficult place to play? I, I would say – that's a good one. Um, you know, the most difficult place to play um, – I would say for me it was it was between Milwaukee and Baltimore when I played, um, but I'm going back when I started in 2004. Um, I mean that was, you know, um, it was very difficult to go out there and, and get a and get a win even in Milwaukee or Baltimore. Um, so for me that would be probably the two the two tough places to, to in my playing career to get results. How about today? How about today's game? Today's game, um, I think, I think it's you know it's it's still difficult with Baltimore, especially going switching on the small field from a big field. Yeah. I think that's a big disadvantage 
for us going from, you know, um, playing a bigger field, small field. So I think that's a very, very tough challenge. Uh, Coach, that's players. another goals and boards drinking game. Okay. To mention the small boards. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then, um, I mean, I think I'll still stick with Milwaukee too. I mean, it's still, you know, going up there and, and getting a win is 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 huge. And um, you know, for me, that would be probably you know keep the same with Baltimore and Milwaukee. Good choices. Yep. All right, Coach. I'm going to start. You're off the Budweiser hot seat for the real questions. Okay. They brought me in to help with the nonsense. Are you ready for some quick hitters? Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Your favorite player of all time? Indoor or in all time in general? I, all time. Forever Messi. and ever. Messi. Messi. Okay. Recency biased. I love it. <laughs> I love it. What is your favorite football, outdoor football game you ever attended? Uh, Red Star and Partizan back home in Serbia. Derby. Oh, wow. I've heard about this one. Yeah. Nice. I, I've heard the crowds are insane. Yes. Nice. Okay. Your favorite non-soccer slash football activity? Tennis. Oh. Tennis. Okay. You, you watch the U.S. Open final, obviously. Hey, listen, Djokovic, number one for me ever. That came oh, my out, gosh. I did not yeah. expect that. That's a great answer. Uh, do, do you have any pregame superstitions? Um, I had it more as a player, um, but as a coach, um, not not really. Um, but I, you know, to be honest with you, before games, I can't sleep anyway. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, even as a player and a coach, so um, more as a player than than a coach itself. So, all right, we know Kansas City's famous for their barbecue. I'm going to ask you, so Golden Boards, we're coming over, right? Where are we going? What's the main and what's the side? Uh, we're going to uh, Joe's Barbecue. Okay. Uh, we're doing the ribs, the coleslaw. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I love it. Sounds good to me. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Last one, and I want you to be totally honest with me. Eric's halftime questions are crap, right? <laughs> I can't put I can't put out Eric under the bus right now. No, <laughs> Eric's my 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 man, so I'm gonna say no. Okay, that's no. fine. We that's love totally Eric. fine. He's he's great. It's just every now he and never, then we gotta never, poke. Never tells me what he's gonna ask me or what he's gonna do, but uh, he kind of puts me on the spot at moments. But uh, tremendous when he shows on the when he shows up as a corn dog. That's the that was, the, <laughs> that was the toughest, I think the toughest interview I did. I tried not to laugh. Right. How can you answer seriously to a corn dog, right? Yeah, you got to love Eric. Hello. That's awesome. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. I'm just making sure he, he, he's going to listen to this. You have to sort of throw it out. Make sure yes. people are going to listen. No, we'll, we'll tag him. Make sure he's like, oh, I got to watch the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, Coach, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, we're we're gonna sign off here in a second, but is there is there anything you want to tell the fans or or the team? Any last words? Um, no, I'm just excited to be a part of uh, you know this organization in this league. Um, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, you know, from from my side, you know, we're gonna try our best to to you know win games, uh, win championships. Um, you know, we're gonna work hard at it. Um, and you know, with 
for everything moving forward. We're hoping we can have some success. Um, and, you know, just fun being, I, for me, it's, it's a lot more emotional too, because I've been a part of this league for so long. I've been with it with its ups and downs um, as a player and as a coach. So for me, it's, it's just being a part of it now as a coach um, is, is a grateful opportunity. And, um, you know, I want to thank everybody else involved with it and, you know, hopefully we can have a good run at it. So. Awesome message. Awesome message. Fantastic. Coach, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hopping on. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for playing our reindeer games. No problem. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, guys. No, I appreciate it. Everyone, thank you for watching. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following us on our social media platforms. And make sure you're following the comments and Coach because their journey this season is going to be very fun. So, everyone, we will check you all out next week. It might just be Phil and Brad. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> just throwing it out. Don't there. don't don't tease the audience and and then show up. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I mean, that might I be mean... our, our most watched episode. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be trouble in the GMB house if it is. <laughs> Everyone, have yourself a good night, and thank you again, Coach, for joining us. Thank you, guys.